Welcome everybody to Saves Together, the podcast about playing games together. Whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or just playing the same game at the same time. It doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because... When you save together, you stay together. I'm Craig McGowan. I'm Grace Novak. And this is episode 53. Three. I couldn't remember. I just organized our new backup server, hard drive, not server thing. So you'd think I'd remember what episode we're on, but... So today, we're talking about a game called... Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Long name. It is indeed. Don't like it. It's alright. It's okay. It's like a funny... I get it. But, you know? Because it's not reliable at all. That's the joke. In case you weren't aware. It's kind of reliable. Honestly, no. No, I think it's very reliable. You have to get the packages there... And most of the time, they have to be in good condition. But most of the time, you don't make it, honestly. But then you restart, and I guess it depends on your string theory. You know, like, every time you restart a mission, is it a new universe being created, and this is the path this universe takes? That's a good question, actually. So, I guess by naming it Reliable Delivery Service, ironically, if you see the name as ironic, you think that every time you start again... The world has continued on the original path and then this new path, right? Yeah, that's my point of view for this game. See, for me, and in games in general, when I restart something, I just, it's been wiped away. We rewound. Most of the time, that's how I think of games. But I think this one, because of the name being totally reliable, which kind of sounds sarcastic in the first place, I see it the other way. Totally makes something sarcastic, doesn't it? Not necessarily, but in this context, I just, that's how I just read it, you know, especially because this game is so goofy and like hard to control. That's kind of how I, that's kind of how I read it as a joke. Yeah, we're totally reliable, I guess, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, but yes, before we talk about the specifics about the use case of the word totally and how ironic this title is or isn't, what have you been playing in your solo time? Well, I just beat CrossCode. That was a good game. Were you playing that since the last episode? I I don't know. I, I, I might have been. I honestly don't remember, but probably, honestly, it was a been, long game. You were playing that for a while, so you must have been. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I feel like I got better at puzzles by the end, and that made me feel good about myself and smart, regardless of whether I'm good at puzzles now. I mean, now I'm playing Paper Mario Origami King, which is also a little bit of a puzzle game, and, I mean, I'm still failing certain puzzles, so... I probably didn't get much better. I know angles really well now, well, though. Does getting good at puzzles in one game? I guess or not. Or just not even in games, but like cognitively as humans. If you get really good at crosswords, are you any smarter or less smart at Sudoku? I maybe think maybe smart, you but. have more patience and more problem-solving skills. It's not the same It's not the same puzzle. So yeah, you're not better at uh, Sudoku if you're good at crosswords. But like you're probably... Mm, been using your brain a little more but also that's a word puzzle and the other one's numbers so it's a well okay different. so would cross codes angle puzzles translate anything to other games i think just the pa- honestly just patience okay yeah that was that was the big thing it's like you know for so many puzzle games usually i don't want to do it because i don't have the patience to sit there and try to figure it out without looking it up or just giving up but I feel like CrossCode had puzzles that were not too difficult, but difficult enough that I, I, you know, I had to really 
I had to really think about it and work on it. And I can't say I didn't look some up, but oh, I will say. I was going to say, be honest, how many times did you cheat? Only once or twice. And I would say like not, I wouldn't call it cheating because it was more like, just give me the first start of this. Like, just give me one hint. You know, right. I wouldn't watch through the whole thing. I'd be like, just give me a hint. What's next? Just so I can move on. And, you know, only a couple times, a lot less than I would do it if I was a child. So, you know, that's right. good. Well, what'd you think overall? I liked it. It was a good game. I um, I thought it was good. It was it's on Game Pass on Xbox. So if you have Game Pass, it's it's definitely worth checking out. I think it's it's really fun. The combat is good and the puzzles are fun. Um, and now I'm playing Paper Mario Origami King, and that's a, that's a great game too. I mean, it's just so nice to be in a colorful, happy Mario world again. And uh, I like it. The exploring kind of reminds you of like a Zelda game. So it, it's nice in that way. It's not so much an RPG like I think people want. But if you just take it for what it is, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. The general consensus is Paper Mario uh, lost its way, right? Like you've got your new era Paper Mario and your old ones. Right. And the old ones are more RPG then, apparently. Yeah, you know, you have levels. Honestly, it's been a long time since I played those games. I, I barely remember. I don't have the same like fondness for it that a lot of other people do. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite game in the world. It was a good game, but I'm okay with it changing formulas. Do you think the amount of RPGs that you play impact that? Like, I'm not saying somebody who likes Paper Mario RPG mechanics then doesn't also play other RPGs, but like, it was RPG. It was like a light RPG in the first place, wasn't it? Right. So if you have other games that provide a deeper experience that you like more. Maybe you have less of an affinity for light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I get what you're saying. If someone's, you know, people that like RPGs, a lot of RPGs are, yeah, they're just really long and heavy and have a lot of concepts. And if you're just kind of looking for more of a light one, paper, the original Paper Mario was, was good in that way, but, but like it there's not a lot to satisfy. replace it. Right. Yeah. So I can understand the disappointment, but, you know, it's okay. It will be okay. Paper Mario Origami King is a good game. That's all I got to oh, say. Oh, wait. So you're saying the less RPG was a good thing because other RPGs were too heavy. I think it's good to, to have an RPG that's light. Yeah. Yeah. But what I meant was the types of people who like the deeper experience, like you, you play a lot of JRPGs, which I would say are very full of mechanics. You don't have as much of an affinity for Mario RPG paper <laughs> yeah that, that's kind of what i was agreeing with i was okay. saying like people that yeah people that wouldn't play art heavier rpgs would rely more on having a light rpg like sure, yeah so they the older yeah, paper Mario. they like they like that one a lot because they don't have as much they don't get as much out of the other ones right possibly. right possibly obviously there's going to be tons of everybody's different but then for you you don't need that one because you it's not that great so why not just make it be even easier or not right. easier but well, I don't know. I mean, I think I would falls. enjoy it. I think I would enjoy it if it was a RPG still. The same amount, honestly. But you wouldn't be let down that it has changed. Yeah, no, I'm not. But I don't think that has to do with the fact that I have heavy RPGs. I just, um, I, I'm not like weird about needing a game to stay the same. I don't know. Sure, fair enough. And what have you been playing? I started Ooblets. Um, it's in early access, and it's very clearly in early access, so I don't want to be too harsh. I like it. I think it's a great rough draft first start. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, it looks super cute. Uh, it has. A, I was getting a lot of crashes. They've been addressing it and making fixes. I had a big issue where 
So you couldn't delete an ooblet, right? You were supposed to, like, that's me. Why would you do that? We're not about that. But they never, they have things called gleamies, which imply, I don't really know what it is. I haven't looked it up and I haven't got one. That sort of implies that there's, there's shinies, right? The name sounds like shiny to me, like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then you've got an uncommon and then you've got a common of all of the same. Like if there was a Pikachu, there's a, the normal variant, the shiny variant, and an uncommon variant, right? So in Ooblets, there are three color schemes. And just based on monster catching game mechanics that we've played, if, if, like, if you're like me and you've played a lot of them over time, I didn't know you weren't supposed to just farm tons of these guys, right? You're really only supposed to get one of each type, one of each color. Right. So at a certain point, my farm was full of this like weird tree guy that I didn't even like. But I thought like, well, there's a possibility that I'll hatch a gleamy, maybe. You grow them. You grow them in the ground like they're like Harvest Moon style. And when you do battles with them in the wild, they'll give you a seed. And I like, why would the game give me this seed if it doesn't want me to actually plant it? Yeah. So I planted a bunch of these things every time I would get them, even though I didn't need them for anything. And then I had a full farm and I couldn't delete guys or get new guys because of it. I had to spend lots of resources to make new houses. And they've addressed that, which is good. So I'm not really going too hard about this. I just, it was something that at first was like, wait a minute, what? You weren't supposed to do this? They didn't make that clear in any way. Like, I guess I just think the game should have not given you extra seeds once you've already had that guy. Yeah. Unless there's a purpose that I just didn't, that I don't realize. Or maybe in the future there will be. But like I said, they fixed it, which is the the best thing that could happen. There was even a, a bug I was getting where if I, because I wasn't wearing my shirt, like a hoodie, I had a t-shirt on. But because I didn't have like the shirt layer on, I would talk to the mayor and it would crash, things like that. But they are, like I said, don't take that to mean I think the game's bad. They are fixing it and it's great. But Yeah, still I early think, access. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm just done for now because... I had a lot of issues. Um, so that's Ooblets. I like it. Looking forward to what it is in like a year. Yeah. I can't wait to see. Like I hope they add more dance animations because for a game where the battling is dancing, there's like only one like basic like step, 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 step. Um, but yeah, I want to keep Ubin. I like it. And uh, since I stopped playing that, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I like that game a lot. In fact... I think this is a heresy or something, but I like it more than Spider-Man on PS4, which people were saying about open world design is like old, like kind of played out, like just generic open world stuff. But I feel like we were praising Spider-Man just a couple years ago and it's like the same, like there's missions spread across the place and you go to them and then you beat up a bunch of guys. And I like Spider-Man a lot. Swinging around was great, but I like this more it's more fun but i also really like samurai in japan and i don't know so it just appeals to me right i feel like the marketing was all around like are you gonna play as a ghost or a samurai do you follow the code or do you break the code but um there's like no way to play this game without breaking the code there isn't to be fair it is called ghost of tsushima not samurai of tsushima right but i guess they I, i remember them showing demos like you can decide to go stealthy or go in with your sword out and you can absolutely do that, but the stealth is kind of lame. It's not very good stealth. And if you do go in sword out, it really benefits you to use the ghost weapons as well. Like you can throw kunai at people or drop a smoke bomb. And there's a lot of benefits to that. Like you can get an ability that when you're in the smoke from your smoke bomb, it heals you. And that's cool. 
but like technically using that is against the code so like you shouldn't be doing that mm-hmm. if if you wanted to play as a samurai but then on top of that even still there are missions where they just they're like you can't be seen you have to sneak or all right start shooting arrows at these people you know like the char- the the linear narrative forces you to be it's all about his his grappling with the fact that he has to change his tactics which I'm not complaining about because I think that's an interesting story. Right. I just think the marketing was a little bit like, which will you choose? You don't get to choose. Yeah. You are the ghost. Like you said, that's the name of the game. I have a big problem with like picking up collectible, like um, not collectibles so much. Well, collectibles as well, but items, uh, crafting materials and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're just everywhere and they're like in people's houses and you need them. You like you have to get those things if you want to make the game easier for you, if you want to advance your armor and everything. But like I'm stealing offerings at temples <laughs> and shrines and I'm taking people who I just saved. I'm taking their iron and their wood. I wish that they had actually made it kind of a Paragon Renegade system. Right, where you could choose. And they balanced like there will be if you don't steal this person's items, there will be some for you later. An equal amount. You'll be able to equally because you could you could totally never touch those things. But then you're just slowing it down, you know, like the progression right. of the game. But that's kind of not even that big a deal to me. It's just something I noticed. I, I like it a lot, I think. Uh, are you going to play that at all, do you think? I think so. And I mean, there's so many games I want to play that we have, but right. that's definitely on my list. It looks great. I think it's an awesome, like, final. I know it's not like the last PS4 game ever, but I think it's one like of the, the last, last big one, right? Like, yeah. I think that's a cool um, closing chapter on the PlayStation 4. All right, what do you say we drop a smoke bomb and sneak on out of here and get into totally reliable delivery service. Let's deliver some packages. Let's do it. Developed by We're 5 Games and published by Tiny Build Games, Totally Reliable Delivery Service was released on April 1st, 2020. But if you Google it, it says June 24th, 2019. And I can't find a good resource to figure out what day it came out on. Because when you go to like the store pages on other places, it says April 1st. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it was in early access at some point. That's a good, yeah, maybe. Um, And I don't even, I don't know if it's even on Steam yet. I think it's an Epic Store thing. But uh, you can play it on Android, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, iOS, and Mac. So... A good spread. iOS and Android. I wonder how this game plays on the uh, the phone. Yeah, it's... I didn't know that about it until I looked up to to find the release date and the, all the platforms. And I'm wondering, is that June 24th, 2019 date? Is that Android and iOS? And then, because it feels a little bit like, like the UI and stuff. I don't know. feels a little bit like a, not really though. It's hard to play either way. So yeah, you wouldn't know with if on you're the phone or not, way. you know, whatever. Uh, so the the genre is a is a wacky, goofy, walking people doing stuff game, right? Yes. This is the second episode in our series about um, team workers, which is what we call this type of game. You can find out more about that on SavesTogether.club, our co-op categories. Last episode, episode fifty-two, we talked about moving out. We're continuing the convoy of moving trucks mm-hmm. by now talking about totally reliable delivery service. How do you describe the gameplay? I mean, I sort of did, but it's what are you doing? I mean, it's similar to something like Human Fall Flat, where your guy is 
being controlled by two arms. I mean, you move with the joystick and you can jump, but more importantly, you can move your arms, you know, alternately from each other and like pick things up and and pick them up above your head, which does remind me of human fall flat a lot, and then use that to, you know, pick up boxes and put them in, there's a lot of vehicles in the game, and then drive it to the, uh, wherever you have to bring it, which is like a little receptor somewhere else. And that's basically the game. I mean, it's a big open world, basically, like a big island, and you can go anywhere immediately and do these, these little moving challenges in any order you want, which I think is cool. And yeah, that's, I mean, you don't have to, there's, there's no story, there's no like, there's no defeat this many to get this kind of thing. There's nothing really urging you on besides just doing it to explore, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much just a sandbox of simple goals, simple in quotes. The gameplay, the mechanics of the game aren't simple, but right. all you gotta do is get this package to this location. I mean, they, they're simple, but they're just not, I mean, on purpose, they're not like precise. Right. And there's some uh, not on purpose stuff that happens that that becomes frustrating where just things feel a little loose when it comes to how vehicles fly or whether you're clipping in or out of a thing. So that kind of thing is, is I don't think that's on purpose, but that lends itself to the uh, chaos of the game. Yeah, like it may sound strange complaining about a game all about f- wacky physics being hard to control, but... After Human Fall Flat and Gang Beasts and stuff, it, it's, it, it, it is. Like, sometimes getting into a car, just getting in the car takes way too long. Mm-hmm. Not getting a hold of the steering wheel, steering lever, really, and not getting the package in the car. I understand if the package getting in the car is hard, but just getting your person in the car sometimes is right. like, just, it, you like just don't fit. So I think it's like a smidge too uncontrollable. Yeah, I agree with that. In a, in a negative way. Let's talk about the factors. Starting off, type of co-op. Couch, online, split screen, same screen. It's, it's split screen couch. I don't know if it had online co-op, though. I think it does on PC for sure, because I've seen streamers playing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it does. We played on Game Pass, right? Yes. Yeah. So we played on Xbox. We played split screen, sitting next to each other. Was Human Fall Flat split screen? It was, right? You could split Yeah. It. Yeah. Separate mode or full? What's the full mode? Yeah, I think you could drop in at any time. Yeah, and you can play this solo too. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> probably honestly? better that way. Yeah, because it's it's not any easier to have someone helping you, and actually, most of the time, it just hinders your your experience. Because I mean, what's no? Yeah, you can't only do one challenge at a time. I was gonna say you could split challenges, but that's not true. You have to do one challenge at a time. Yep, and there's no super good way for you to help me out, like. You can't just grab to anything like you can in Human Fall Flat. Mm-hmm. So you can't hang on to the back of a truck, right? Or am I wrong? But I, I don't think you can. I mean, you can, but it doesn't help. It just drags the truck down. You can hang on to you a back of a truck. You can grab to anything? Yeah. Well, I thought, maybe not anything, I, but... We were never able to... My, our plan would be like, okay, Grace, you drive. I'll grab the truck and the package so it doesn't fall out the back of the truck. But right. then it, it, it wouldn't work. So our strategy ended up being for trucks... You walk slowly in the back of the truck and push the box forward. Yeah, I think you, you had drive. to have a like a handle that was specifically for holding to hold something. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. And then in the helicopter, you would throw the weight off. Right. So they're really I honestly don't think I don't think the co-op is good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I it it ended up just being I'll try. 
okay, now you try because I failed. Right. Like the sledding, there's one with a sled that was pretty fun and you would just get in the way. Right. But yeah, speaking of uncontrollable, how did we control this game? Mm, just our controllers, joystick and jump in and using triggers to lift arms and hold things. Very similar to human fall flat. Yeah. Progression, things to unlock. It seemed like you only really unlocked either like clothing options or hats and stuff your little character wears or vehicles that you could then buy using like the medals that you got from each challenge. And then you could have those vehicles in like a garage that would be accessible to you. So you can get whatever vehicle you want at whatever time and then skins for your vehicles. And I think the the range of vehicles is a really cool thing about this game. When you first turn it on, it feels like there's a lot to see and do and and drive. And that's really cool. I I like that. It's just a, I just wish the vehicles were a little more controllable. Mm-hmm. It ends up being not super fun to ride most of them besides the ones that just, you know, they fly right up in the air. Obviously like I'm not supposed to control this rocket. It's just kind of funny. But then the ones you are supposed to control, it, it's it's difficult. Yeah, and like exactly the having rockets and even sleds and fire extinguishers and jeeps and whatever is great but when the rocket like you said you just kind of go up in the air and you're not supposed to control it well why would i do this multiple times then right you just sort of do it once and something i really took away from this game is each time we played each session i liked it less yeah the first time we played this game i thought this was the next big thing i i honestly thought this could be game of the year just because we were laughing. We were having a blast. We were exploring this island and like, oh my God, there's there's dump trucks. There's forklifts. This is amazing. Look at look at my funny guy waddling. But then as you go and you're like trying to just, I just want to do this now. Right? right. The balance shifted too far towards annoying from challenging. Or right, right. Um, you get a, do you get a cosmetic every package you deliver? I think you do. Um, I think maybe, yeah. I think so. That's cool, I guess. There's your incentive. Right. Something it did that I don't like, and we don't, we've touched on it with things like Minecraft Dungeons, in the selection for your character, like your clothes and your hat and everything, you can just select DLC. Like, it's just there, and it's available to see and select, but then it says you have to buy it. And I just think that's kind of, especially in the beginning of the game when you don't have any other things unlocked, there aren't a bunch of question marks. It's just, like, one hat and then seven DLC hats. Yeah. So... It's kind of just like, I I get it that you want me to buy this thing, but I'd like to, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to not see it. I don't know. I don't like when they shove it right there. I don't care if there's an advertisement for it. Right. But I don't want it in the middle of, I just want to know what I can actually do, you know? Yeah. No, I know. I Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't need to see these things I'm not going to buy personally. Right. It's not problematic. It doesn't hurt the game, really. It just kind of is in the way. Shared loot or XP? Um... The well, yeah. I mean, everything you unlock, you sh- you share basically. I guess it's on the account that starts the game. I'm not actually sure. You might unlock it for both accounts. I don't even know. If, did you have to sign into yours on this one? I yeah, I think I did. Friendly fire. Can you hurt each other in any way? There's like exploding things. Things will explode, I, but you can't really get hurt. You can yeah. only kind of just fly very far away or disappear in the water. Like you don't really die. You can definitely hinder each other, but mm, there's nothing really that you can do to hurt each other directly. You can't like hit each other on the head or something. Can you even grab each other? Yeah, you can. Okay. Oh, that's, so I guess you could you could pick someone up. You you can <laughs> grab each other then you can shove other people 
someone off you as well. Interruptive actions, things like screen block, screen drag, screen warp. No, yeah, since it's split screen, you're just you can go anywhere you want. The only thing is, like like I said, you can't start your own challenge. So if you're on the other side of the island, you start a challenge, and you know the other guy has to do it, and he may not even be there. But if he starts a challenge, then he'll stop your guy from doing it. It's which is like why you know you if, if you might as well just let us do challenges at the same time. But it's you know. It's a co-op game, so you're supposed to work together. It just doesn't really lend itself to that very easily. Yeah, it's almost like less of a co-op game and more just like everybody's in the party chat talking and hanging out. Yeah, for sure. You know? Like just having a, having a goofy time, like messing with each other, not really, not necessarily like doing the game, you know? Right. For our series that we're having here of episodes on team workers, this one is this one has like none, if you ask me. Yeah. Maybe... You could argue helping me lift a box into the truck, but the fact that I could do it on my own and most of the time you're actually just going to hinder my performance, you know, right? It's like really kind of kind of a letdown on that front. Yeah, I agree. So I guess in that respect, would you say that this is a pizza party game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this would be a fun game to turn on and just screw around in for a while. Especially if you haven't played it, if you've never played it. So like people come over that have never heard of it. You pop it on. I bet they'll have fun because we and it's on Game Pass. Yeah. So you don't have to buy it. You very know? fun time. What did you think of the first time? When yeah, we I, it? I thought it was really funny. I thought yeah. it had some it had potential. I was so sure. excited to start it again. And then like we played it a couple of days later and I was like, wait, this feels different. Right. I almost thought that it updated like something had changed because we started. It came out April 1st. Uh, we didn't start playing it right then, but. Whenever we played it, there was a couple weeks in between when we played it the second time. And I really did think that there was an update to like physics or something because it I didn't remember not being able to get in the car, constantly hitting my head on the thing and mm-hmm. can't jump in quite enough. I'll either jump over it or under it, right? I don't think that happened. Maybe it did. I hope it did, frankly. So that means I wasn't... It probably didn't. I mean, it's definitely yeah, possible, it but it probably didn't. Difficulty of the co-op. Yeah, very. Yeah. It's not really, it really doesn't feel like it's, it was designed with co-op in mind, even though it was, but I think like you're saying, it's more for a, a, a less goal-oriented time than, yeah. than, it, than it leads you to believe. It's a toy. Yeah. Right? That doesn't... It's a sandbox that's is not the right slam, way to put it, for sure. But yeah, it's just a sandbox toy, which is sort of a letdown if you're looking for a full-blown co-op work-together type thing. Yeah. But if you're not and you just want a good time, check it out. Intensity. Uh, not intense at all. Yeah, despite being hard to control and you're going to fail a lot, not intense. You just do it again. Right. We came up with a strategy where if you get, there's like clearly mm, checkpoint areas or something. I don't know how to describe it. But if if I was walking towards that mountain over there in the distance, eventually if I hit re- reload or restart or whatever, if I blew up... Do you die? What what are the cases where this happens? You disappear into the water. Okay. Or you can re you can like reset yourself. If I just hit start reset. There are certain points where you'll have reached okay, now I'll be at this location, right? I don't know why I can't describe that. Do you know understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're just resetting your character position. Yeah. But it won't go back to where you are. It won't go back to where I need to be. Like if we started a mission and I accidentally took a rocket across the map it's now going to load me when i hit restart way across the map right and we ended up with a strategy where if you would just restart the whole 
thing. The just the challenge. Start the challenge again. Then it sometimes I think mostly resets it so I would respawn back there. Yeah. But that was really like, come on. Yeah, it seemed not it seemed kind of random. Yeah. So I think if you were playing by yourself and you accidentally launch yourself across the island, are you able to go back to that one you're just doing? I don't know. Because I needed you to help me do that. I think that. if you reset, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. It was frustrating. Competitiveness of the co-op. Uh, not, not competitive. Yeah, I guess if you made it, you could make it competitive pretty easily by saying, let's race and fight for the box. You yeah. Know? But that wouldn't even, I don't think that'd be fun. Yeah, and, and it's not designed <laughs> that way for sure. Strategy or tactics? Kind of. Sometimes we tried. Like, okay, you hang, like you said, you hang onto the helicopter with the package and I'll and then I'll drive the helicopter up. But then it just turned out that the, the helicopter would sink. So we couldn't really do a lot of our strategy and tactics didn't really work out. So we just stopped making strategy and tactics. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of like, okay, put the box in the truck and drive. And uh, God, you know, God willing, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, carefully. Just just fly it at one mile an hour. Go slow. We'll get there. So not a lot. And not very fun. And last factor here, communication kind of goes along with strategy and tactics. Not not super necessary. Yeah, I don't think we did too much. We're just like, oh, let's do this challenge over here. Okay. That yep. was like the majority of the communication. Or oh, look look at the, what, where are you? I want to go over there. Yeah, or uh, you do it. I'm just going to keep flying this. Right. So do you have any other thoughts that didn't really fall into our factors? Yeah, I think what really sums up our experience with this game is there was a, a mission that seemed cool on the top of a snowy mountain where you would ride a hang glider down the mountain with a oh, box. A hang glider. Just seeing the hang glider is, is exciting, right? When yeah. first discover it. And there's only one hang glider. And we try, because we try to do it a co-op way. Like, okay, let's boat, let's put the box between us and both hang on to the hang glider. And it just never worked out. And also the hang glider would just fall off and it wouldn't respond for like a really long, long time. I, I don't even know how the game decided it was going to put the hang glider back in its place. It just wouldn't, it took too long. And then finally, when one of us managed to hang on to it, we didn't even, didn't even, uh, didn't even like fly well enough to get it to the right place. So yeah, it just ended up being disappointing. And that's kind of how I feel about the whole game. Yep. That's a good, that's a great analogy. You see this plaything, this shiny thing, and, and the possibilities in your brain are right. running wild. Like how cool would it be if we could just fly down together with this box so so majestically? Yeah. No. Our plan was like <laughs> I'll hold my left hand on the left side of the glider, and with my right hand I'll hold the box, and then you do the opposite, and we're both hanging on. But I think the issue was like as soon as we one of us grabs the hand glider, it starts. Right. And then it's like, wait, I'm not on and Yeah. Yeah. Really meh. It's like a, I don't know, if you had a yo-yo sitting next to a Nerf gun, it doesn't mean the yo-yo's not fun, but you're going to pick the Nerf gun, right? Like, I mean, no, I'd walk away. <laughs> even then, so I guess, but it's like a cool toy and it's fun to play. I'm just kidding, play the Nerf and, gun's better. I don't know how to use a yo-yo. I'd really? rather shoot the Nerf gun. See? <laughs> so I'm not, like, this game is not objectively bad in any way. It's just not very fun Especially it, compared to other stuff. It could, I think it, yeah, I think it has potential and it's fun to mess around in, but it's not, it, as a co-op experience, it's not super, like, uh. It's not worth playing while that Nerf gun's around. 
There's other so many I'm other games. I'm having trouble with that metaphor, but There's, I will say the Nerf say, gun is other games. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you have played to death all your other co-op stuff, not every game in the world, but you know what I mean. If you're looking for something, give it a try. Yeah. But if you're if if it's like on the table with other games to try that you've never played, don't do this one first, or only do this once. It's a it's a goofy, fun time for like one session. So do yeah. that. Do yeah. You don't have to buy it. Don't tell them I told you that. We we had like three sessions. That was enough. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I would say. Oh, we twenty to thirty challenges. Yeah, that we might be high. Actually, no, that seems right. No, we got I would all say the, fifteen to twenty. We got all the no, really. Yeah, I feel like we did ten a night, at least. Because we did all the. We got like all the vehicles, didn't we? Oh, I have no idea. We got a ton of you vehicles. You had to like and, buy them. You know, so we didn't beat it. Because we didn't do all the missions or... And there's no story of any kind. So three sessions that were each less and less exciting. And that's enough for us to decide, well, we, we're done. Right. So that, that should tell you everything. <laughs> right. So what would you rate this game? I'm interested to hear what you rate it. I think... What's our scale? <laughs> uh, what C. do you want it to be? Oh, I was going to say, I think it's a C. I think it's a D. Oh, plus. really? Uh... What's the lowest score that e. we've ever given? Yeah, we have an F. <laughs> What's F? Is it Adventure Pals? No, 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 we haven't given an F. I'm saying we can. Oh. Our scale is F, D, C. Well, what did Adventure Pals get? Adventure Pals got a C. Oh, that's really high. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to give it a C plus. This is a C plus and Adventure Pals is a C? Do you think Adventure Pals was worse than this or better? Oh, wait, because the first time we played the game was so fun? And I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember having fun with adventure. Yeah, plus. I would say C plus. Ooh, yeah, it's a C plus. Yeah, jeez. Mm. The first time is like an A, dude. But then, then it's a B, and then it's a C. So average that out to C plus. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. You should try it. You should. You should play it once. <laughs> yes, play it once. Is that rude? Yes. But that's how we feel. All right, let's pack this up and ship it off and head over to the Buried Treasure Indie Game Highlight of the Week of the Month. Have you heard of the game Zombies Ain't My Neighbors? Oh my God, yes. I've never played it. It's great. It looks fun i mean i don't know it looks fine anyway there's gonna be a spiritual successor to this this is one of the first times i've ever heard of the game already that you're about to tell me about are what what demons ate my neighbors demons ate my neighbors um by tuned out games it's not out yet it's not gonna be out for a very long time till about 2021 in the fall is when they're saying that it's gonna be out and they're launching a kickstarter on uh, september 1st uh, to see if they can, you know, get some funding for this. But essentially, it's a it's an unofficial spiritual sequel to Zombies Ate My Neighbors. And, you know, it's a roguelite action game where you play, you and a friend can, you know, like, do the same stuff you were doing in Zombies Ate My Neighbors, but it's demons this time. It's a very similar looking game. Oh, you yeah. know, it looks like updated version. And you have the 90s kind of nostalgia aesthetic with like the VHS kind of thing. So that's cool. And uh, the music sounds really good. It's by the same guy who did 
the music for Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. T Lopes, I think. It might be Lopez. I'm not sure. But it sounds really nice in the trailer. Um, and it has like these procedurally generated stages and you go through and you fight the demons and you rescue your neighbors and it looks fun. I'm afraid, though, that like... I'm also I'm afraid. afraid. I'm afraid of the demon. I'm afraid that uh, that game, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, because it's uh, like 30 years old, is what made it cool, right? It was good then. I could see a co-op game where you go around and shoot on stages, like if you have a bunch of fun guns and enemies that are fun to kill, that could be fun. I mean, it's just like an action game that you play with somebody else and beating stages together. I think that formula still works today. But I wonder if it's just played out. Like, I don't really, I have no interest in procedurally. What's the last game we played like that? Procedural generation stuff. Children of Morta. Right. I think you could. I don't think so. It's I think Children out. of Morta is more advanced and more interesting than Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Well, we don't know what they're updating for this version. You right, know, they right. could add some modern twists. I hope they do because Zombies Ate My Neighbor, great aesthetic. Like you, you said, have the you ever played it though, right? Zombies? Yeah. I've played so much of that game. So you should be excited. No, because I played that game. <laughs> this is the sequel. The yeah. unofficial spiritual and if, sequel. And if the whole selling point is potentially it's just like that, well, then I'll just play that. Isn't the main character guy like a kind of like, I want to be a kid with a squirt gun, not like Tucker and Dale versus evil guy. He just guy. looks like a. I would play I as Tucker and Dale. Really? Do they have a game? I bet they do. Yeah, it's Demons Ate My Neighbors, which is <laughs> going to be local and online co-op. And it's supposedly going to launch for PC and Switch in next fall. So you should look into this. I don't think they have a Twitter, but you can wishlist on Steam. And like I said, they're going to launch a Kickstarter on September 1st of this year if you're interested in checking out more about them and maybe even funding them. Does it say anything about PS5 or no. Xbox? Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay. Hopefully, I, awesome. I feel like I, I could be in the mood for that kind of game. That so. seems That's a pizza party game. Yeah, for sure. Because I, that's where I played that a lot. Well, that about wraps it up here for episode 53 of Saves Together. Grace, why don't you tell me where we can tell them where they can find us on the internet? You can find us over on our website at savestogether.club, where you can find links to our social media and episodes, and also a list of our co-op factors with some, you know, description if you're curious about what a team worker is and all of the other categories that we came up with. And you can also follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at the same name at savestogether, and there we post updates. Yeah, so check us out on savestogether.club. We still have the recommended games list that's being worked on. It's up there in a temporary form. It's just taking a while to get up there, but we will get that finished soon. You should be excited. Uh, It'll be like a constantly updating, possibly changing list of games to check out that you can send people, you can look at yourself, whatever you want to do, of co-op games that we recommend. Not necessarily that they're good. So like, actually, would you put this game on there? Totally reliable? No. But like for one time, like if we had a note (laughs) column and we said, only play this once, warning. (laughs) Play this once. I don't know. Maybe still not. But those are the types of discussions to be had and things to consider. It won't just be like, we think this game is the best, right? Right. It'll be like, you might want to just try this. It's kind of a weird thing. That'll be done soon-ish sometime. Cool. Look forward to it. Thanks everybody for listening. I hope you are staying safe out there cool and safe and cool put some ice on your wrists unless you're in the southern hemisphere then get a blanket wrap up is it what you know is it actually like is there winter how do hemispheres work wow
How come like Australia is real south but real hot? Animal Crossing told me that right now it's winter in the southern hemisphere and I trust Animal Crossing with my life. So like other, is it like snowing and there's Christmas trees everywhere? Yeah. Where? Bye. <laughs>